0: Hallelujah. I say, what a good God we serve. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, we have, uh, we have declared, uh, well, actually the Lord declared, and we're just confirming it every week, that this is a year of empowerment, year of growth and development, praise God. Hallelujah. Getting stronger, getting stronger. Getting bigger, come on somebody, everything's growing, everything's developing, praise God, going higher, come on, anybody else in agreement with me on that one? Yes. Praise the Lord. All right, praise God. So anyway, we have, uh, uh, because of that, we have taken every week, we've been kind of coming at it from a different angle and, and uh, talking about, really in a sense, what, about the furthest we've got into this so far is just talking about things that kind of get in the way of us being empowered. You know, uh, you know, we all want to uh, be empowered because when you start finding out what's all available, everybody wants it. I said everybody wants it. Yeah. Amen. Everybody wants to be empowered. But sometimes there's things that get in the way. I said sometimes there's things that get in the way. And uh, so, uh, you know, we've been kind of talking about that and coming at that from uh, different angles. And so we talked about, you know, being a willing vessel and how, much, how important it is to be willing. Come on, it says willing and obedient. Come on, right? So the willing and obedient eat the good of the land. And so you got some people who are willing and not very obedient, and you got some people who ain't very willing, and they maybe in the end maybe finally do it, but do it grumbly. Is that a word? Anyway, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And sometimes that's the case. And so we found out the importance of doing things willingly. Uh, Last week we talked about uh, putting our past behind us. I mean, it's hard to move forward when you're dragging everything from your past. It's just a fact. Uh, You are not your history. Uh, You are not your mistake. You are not your problem. Come on, somebody. Stop identifying with all that mess. Amen. Start identifying with who you are in Christ. Amen as a new creation, as an overcomer, amen, one led in in victory, amen, led in all triumph. Come on, somebody. You're an overcomer, more than a conqueror, it says, actually. Come on, somebody. Look at your neighbor and say, you're more than a conqueror, praise God. Amen. And so you have to identify with who you are in Christ. So In order to do that, the Word says you're a new creation, and old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. And we talked about if you're going to press forward, Amen. Paul had this down. He said, there's one thing I got down. I know how to let go of the past. Amen. And to grab hold and press forward and reach forward to those things which are ahead. Praise Amen. God. Amen. And so that was our, uh, our message last week. Today we're going to talk about this thing called trust. How many of you are going to have to trust Him? I'll try this side. <laughs> Amen. How many of you are going to have to trust Him? I mean, it's just a fact. I mean, if you're going to let Him empower you, you're going to have to trust Him. Amen. And uh, so we're going to talk about total trust today, and we're going to come out of a common text. We're going to come out of Proverbs 3, please. Proverbs 3. In our last uh, Holy Spirit and Fire night, we talked about some things about trust, and even Brother Rick came up and gave a, a word of the Lord concerning, uh, he actually used this verse, praise God. And uh, we're going to talk about it today. And We'll do like we kind of normally do. We're going to kind of read through it. And we're going to come back and dissect it a little bit and kind of draw out the meat, praise God, and uh, hopefully get some insight. Now, uh, because it's a verse that a lot of us know, I mean, some of you already got plaques and you got something on your desk or something hanging somewhere, a picture hanging somewhere that has this on there, some pretty picture, and it says, trust in the Lord. And, and you know, and, and sometimes, you know, if you don't watch it, it just becomes a religious cliché. Well, I'm here to tell you it's not just a cliche. There's power in it if you understand it. Amen. Uh, So look at your neighbor and say, trust in the Lord. Lord. Amen. We have to trust in the Lord, it says, with all our heart. With how much of our heart? All. All our heart. That's why we get the word total trust. Amen. With all our heart, not just a piece of it, not just what's convenient. You know, a lot of times we say we trust in the Lord, but we're really not. Come on. Well, I'm getting ahead of myself. But anyway, uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And then it says, lean not on your own understanding, on your own head, your own thinking. Come on, right? I mean, you know, that, that's, sometimes that's the temptation, isn't it? We have a tendency to lean on our own understanding. In fact, the Amplified, I think it's the Amplified, brings up even with the area of trust in the Lord, it says to, to lean on, amen, that's one of the things it says, to lean on the Lord, amen, and not lean on your own head. Rick, come on up here. <laughs> going to have to do this publicly. <laughs> now, Rick, I'm going to trust you. Okay. All right. You can trust me. All right. You sure? Well, let me brace myself. <laughs> now, if he moves, I'm in trouble because I'm leaning on him. Amen. And this word here, to lean on, amen, it says to trust in Him or to lean on Him and not to lean on your own thinking, your own understanding, your own head, means to put yourself into this where you are, if He moves, you may go down. So what happens is we have a tendency to do this with our own thinking. We lean more on our own thinking, and that's why we have trouble. Thank you, Rick. Give this man a hand clap. (laughs) Amen. The reason we have trouble is because your own understanding is all over the map. So one minute, you know, it might seem like, you know, it seems secure and play, but it, all it takes a little shift and now we're, we're going down. And so we lean on the Lord and we don't lean on our own thinking. Still with me? All right, let's go back. Uh, let's go to verse, uh, let's read through it again. Verse 3, or probably verse 5 and then verse 6 again. All right, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Verse 6 now, in all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your paths. Amen. How many know God wants to direct your paths? Yeah. Amen. So obviously there's something that's, that's contingent here. It says you need to be acknowledging Him. If you acknowledge Him, He'll direct your path. All right, now, uh, again, kind of getting ahead of myself. Let's back up. Uh, let's take a look at this. No, 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 i got to change of plans, Ben. Hallelujah. So we're going to uh, go down to the bottom of the notes there, uh, Ben, and let's look at, we're going to take it from the, the bottom up this time, all right? That maybe didn't sound good, but anyway, you get the point. Hallelujah. So we're going to talk about Him directing our paths, all right? I think we'll do it this way. All right, so uh, Ben put Psalms 37, 23 up, that grouping there. You see it? All right, so put that grouping up, that first verse here. Put it up there, if you will. How many know God wants to direct your paths? God wants to direct your steps. Amen. So go ahead and put that Psalms 37. Is that right? 37, 23, a common verse. Uh, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Amen. Now, how many know your steps need to be ordered? All right. Now, uh, actually, um, the, the, the capitalization and how they do that was based on the translator. Um, it, I, and I believe it's actually reversed here. Uh, the He delights in His way. I believe it's you being, you know, when you're following and being, your steps are ordered, then you're delighting in God's way. Now, remember that, the, again, the, the, the capitalization and stuff is all based on the translator. Not, it's not in the Hebrew. Okay, so uh, anyway, the point being is if you let God lead you, amen, then your way, hallelujah, you're going to be following his way, and as you follow his way, you can take delight in that. It's going to be productive for you. All right. Now, the word ordered here, as you, as you uh look at that in the in the Hebrew, uh, it brings out that it literally has as forth like a military command. So God is wanting to lead you by giving you an utterance or a word to lead your steps. Are you still with me? Now, that's what God wants to do. It's awful quiet in this Holy Ghost house. All right, give me the, what's the next one there, uh, Ben? Let's look at a few of these Psalms 32 now. Put that up there. Come on, just roll with me here now. Give Ben a hand clap. What a blessing he is. Amen. All right. Uh, So Psalms 32 and 8, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. Praise God. So here we're seeing again, God's wanting to lead you and direct you. Do you know you can get to the place that literally, amen, like He can just direct you with His eyes? And somebody said, What do you mean by that? Well, let me tell you something. Anybody married in the house today? Let's try that one more time because that was real weak. Some of you weren't claiming it. What's the deal? Uh, so, how many of you are married in the house today? All right, now let me tell you something, men. Um, you know, your wife doesn't even have to say anything. Just walk in the house, and you know. Why? Because something with the eye. Come on, girls, you know it too, right? Uh, come on, now, you can just take a look at your guy, and you just know. He didn't have to say nothing. No moaning, no groaning, no nothing. And you just take a look, and you just you just know. Amen, hallelujah. I mean, you know, uh, you know, I got a, a great armor bearer. we have got a couple great armor bearers here, you know, with Jen and Juan, and uh, give them a hand clap. What a blessing! And uh, brother Juan, you know, I, uh, you know, he's he's around me about everywhere I go, you know, and uh, you know he travels with us and stuff like that. And so, uh, you know, uh, uh, most of the time we're going along, and even in the middle of a service or something, I can just look at Juan, just kind of do a little nudge, or a little. He just knows I'm on it. Right? Because them good armor bearers, they can just pick up on that stuff. Come on now. Come on. They just know it. Just, we got to get on it. got to take care of something. Amen. Right? Now, the point I'm trying to make is you can get so good with following God that God just has to move his eye. And you're on it. You know. Amen. Now, whatever. Just, you know, nobody starts there, but amen. I believe we can get to that point. Come on, somebody. But he wants to instruct you. He wants to teach you. He wants to show you the direction you need to go. How many know that's what God wants to do? Come on, it's awful weak. How many know God wants wants to do that? Amen? All right, again, put Micah 4 2 up there, if you will. Praise God. Micah 4 2. Says this: Many nations shall come and say, "Come and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house uh, of the God of Jacob." He will teach us his ways; uh, we will walk in his paths. For out of Zion the law shall go forth, and the world, uh, pardon me, and the word of the Lord uh, from Jerusalem. And anyway, again, back up there, we—he will teach us his ways. He wants to show you. He wants to lead you. He wants to guide you. Can I hear a big amen? All right, one more. Let's do that. Uh, Let's do, uh, actually, I got a couple more, I guess. Psalms, uh, pardon me, let's do Isaiah 48. Put that one. That's a good one. Isaiah 48. Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord, your God, who teaches you to profit, who leads you by the way you should go. Now, the word profit literally means increase. So if you're a businessman, it would pay for you to give heed to that. Okay. Amen. And we might, we might get on something here in a minute, but I'm just, you just, He teaches you. He wants to lead you in your decisions. Amen. He wants to lead you in your steps. He wants to lead you by the way you should go. All right, put that last one up there, that Psalms. Put that up there. Hallelujah. Thank you, Ben. Psalms thir- 25, I believe it is. Amen. It says this, Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Was there another verse with it? Praise God. Lead me in your truth. And teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. On you I wait all the day. Now, I mean, that's all good. The bottom line is we have to settle it right now. God wants to lead. You know, we're talking about, you know, Trudy was talking about, you know, declaring the blood, pleading the blood over your household, standing in firm in who you are and your authority and dominion. Now, if you're going to do this thing right, then you're going to have to understand God wants to lead you. And you got a manipulator trying to maneuver his way in to try to somehow mess up your day. So you got to be led by God in some things. All right? You got to establish that. you got to settle that. Stop trying to bump along and live life on your own thinking. If we're going to trust God, then let's do that. Let's trust God with all our heart. And all those things, and your everyday decisions, and and your marriage, your household, your finance, your your health, all these areas, okay? Let's let God lead us. If we'll do that, it's beneficial. It's productive. Amen. And it's definitely profitable. We're going to see a verse on that here in a minute. All right, so let's now, Ben, let's go back uh, to Proverbs 3 and verse 6 again, okay? Put verse 6 up there. Hallelujah. I know I kind of messed up all your deal there, didn't I? So Proverbs 3.6, in all your ways you acknowledge Him and He, di- he shall direct your path. Now what I'm trying to show you is this, okay? Your being directed in your paths is going to be limited and hindered if you're not going to take the time to acknowledge Him. And if you're not trusting Him, I guarantee you, you ain't going to acknowledge it. Okay, so what does acknowledgement mean here? Now, I said we're taking this thing kind of backwards, but I think that when it's all done, you're going to see why I'm doing this. All right, so acknowledgement, okay? The word acknowledgement uh, means recognition. It literally means to make confession of or declaration or, or actually declaration of consent, I think is what it says, declaration of consent. In other words, authorization. We're going to, so what it means is in all your ways, the word ways here means in everyday living, how you conduct life, where you go in life, how, uh, everything, the places you go, everyday operations, in all your ways, what do you do? You stop once in a while and say, Lord, what do you think? This ought to be happening quite often throughout a day. If you're only waiting and doing it on Sunday, then there's a lot of misdirect steps through from Monday to Saturday. And it starts explaining some things. There's a lot of stuff that goes on that should never go on. I don't know if you know, it's a nutso world out there. And it's getting nuttier by the day. So what hope do we have? Well, it's our trust in God. Yes. Amen. If we don't lean on our head, but we lean on Him, hallelujah, we start to acknowledge Him throughout the day. We're now, we're now authorizing Him to lead our steps. So if we're not stopping and giving Him authorization once in a while, listen, God don't force Himself on Nobody. Some of you were stinkers for years. Some of you still are, but but did he force himself on you? If he did, if he would have done that, we'd all been saved by age two. Everybody be saved now, we go on home. So he don't force himself on nobody. Now, there's constantly the Spirit of God is wooing. And drawing, come on, and praise the Lord for the day that you made that decision, you finally yielded to the Spirit of God and said, yes, and amen, hallelujah. Right. Made Jesus Lord of your life, and the greatest, glorious, most, uh, the greatest miracle that could ever happen to a human being happened when you made Jesus Christ Lord of your life, the greatest thing. Yeah. Come on, right? But how I many know you had to finally submit to that and yield to that? Now, you heard something, however it came, but you still, you yielded to that, and as a result of it, God Amen. Step right on in there. Praise the Lord. God don't need much. You just kind of call on him, you know, you just start, you just kind of look his way. Say, I'm here. Amen. You draw near unto him, what happens? He draws near unto you. That's just that's just how it works. Amen. So it ain't like you gotta beg God to come. Come on. But he do he does need your acknowledgement. He needs your uh, you know, your authorization. Because, you know, God wants to lead all the time. Do you know God wants you to be in the right place at the right time all the time? But if we're never acknowledging, we never give Him place, we never take a moment to listen, come on, then there's all kinds of, of leadings and biddings and promptings that we miss. And then we take steps in a certain direction. Why? Because we're leaning on our own understanding. Well, let's see here, uh, Ben, what do we want to do here? (laughs) Go to Psalms 91 and 2. Put that up there. Ben, I need you to do something for me. Put Psalms 1, 2, and 3 up there. So give me verse 1, please. I've just completely messed him over back there, but Ben's all right. Boy, that boy can handle it. Praise the Lord. So, Psalms 91, verse 1, please. Praise God. Says this Blessed or empowered. So, oh, I'm sorry. Psalms 91, 1. I'm sorry. Did I say 1, 1? Did I say 1, 1? I meant 91. Boy, I really messed him over. And he's doing good, ain't he? Look at this. All right. Praise the Lord. Ben, come on! The eye—you should have been following it, man. Dude, all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, amen. I might have lost me a guy back there. Now I gotta watch it. Be on your own, sucker. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Uh, verse 1, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He who dwells or remains or continues in there literally means to take up a residence in that secret place. Now, even Jesus talked about the secret place right before He, he shared the, the model prayer, praise God, the Lord's Prayer. Amen. Talked about hanging out in the secret place. Amen. Why do you hang out in the secret place? Well, because you've you got a God that wants to lead. And so you find yourself in him in that secret place and he, he abides over you, right? Or or I mean, you know, you're under, it says the shadow of the Almighty. So in other words, he abides over you. Come on, come on. Verse two now. This was actually my key verse. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge. He's my refuge. See, so your own head wants to say, I'm gonna, I gotta take care of myself, you know. I gotta make sure, man, I got my back, I gotta make sure, oh, I gotta take. You gotta. No, God is your refuge, because yeah. you're gonna trust in him lean on Him, He becomes your refuge and your fortress, right? My God in Him, I will trust. Now, verse 3, because it's key. you got you to look at this verse 3 here. Amen. Sorry, Ben. Hallelujah. Verse 3, Surely He shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from perilous pestilence. And He goes on in that psalm talking about divine protection. So if you back up, okay, you know, it's talking about, you know, you're being delivered from the snare. In other words, he wants, to, he wants to deliver you from being trapped by the enemy. And all the other things it mentions in that psalm. So you're going to have to remember that it's in that secret place with him, hanging out with him, that you have protection. All right, in verse two again, Ben. Praise God. So he's my refuge and my fortress. And my God, here we go, in him, in him I will trust. I'm going to lean on Him. Then He directs you. Got it? Okay, thank you, Ben. Praise the Lord. Uh, Okay, I'm going to quote a couple is what I'm going to do. The Word says, be still and know that I'm God. Psalms 46 tells us that. Be still and know that I'm God. Amen. So that means to stop, pause, and acknowledge. Literally means. So if you're going to be still and acknowledge, every now and then, it pays for you to be still and know that He's God. Now listen, it's not. It's not. This ain't a head knowledge thing. It's like, well, duh, pastor, I know he's God. God. No, every now and then you have to stop and pause and remember you're not God. Stop leaning on your head because you're not God. You gotta pause. Sometimes you just have to pause. And go, oh, you're God. I acknowledge you. What should I do next? Should I proceed? Should I not? Think about how many, how many things we need miracles for. Ooh. Look at your neighbor and say, there's therefore now no condemnation. How many times we signed on the dotted line and went, oh, my God, why did I sign on the dotted line? relationships, and all the things that we did, and now we're needing a, a miracle or a breakthrough and all the kind of things. Now, listen, if you need a miracle or breakthrough, praise the Lord, let's get it. Amen. We're not, amen. But the point is stop and think once in a while and go, man, you know, if I was listening to God nine months ago, I probably wouldn't be dealing with this right now. Right? And again, no condemnation or shame, but we're just sometimes you have to recognize it pays to be led by God. So if it, if I'm going to be led by God, I have to stop once in a while, get still and acknowledge God. Give him authorization to butt in right now. You have to give him authorization And pretty soon you get that witness and that thing on the inside. Now, it isn't always, uh, you know, sometimes you're just going along you just get that check inside. Right? But usually that's only going to happen to the people that are frequently acknowledging Him. Most people, the Christians we're talking about now, they just bump along life and live life no different than the world does. And then we get the same results the world does. And we wonder, well, I was a Christian and I don't understand get mad at God or something, you know, and, and uh, you know, praise the Lord, you got fire insurance and you're going to heaven, hallelujah, but, but you, know, you know, making Jesus Lord of your life wasn't just, just so you can get, you know, you know, go to heaven one day, I mean, that's the icing on the cake, you still got a life to live, I said, you still got a life to live here on earth, and, and He's here to help you, He wants to help you with that, praise God, He wants to empower you, amen, all right? Still with me? Okay. Uh, now, Ben, um, let's go back to Proverbs 3 and go back to verse 5 now. Okay. So, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Now, put um, Ben, put Proverbs... 14, verse 12, up there. Proverbs 14, verse 12. Okay, this is a common verse. We use this a lot. Now, there's a way that seems right. There's always a way. No matter what we're dealing with, you go along and there's some things, you know, that might, you know, don't make sense. But for the most part, we kind of, if we're leaning on our own head, what happens is sometimes we're going along and say, well, that seems right. That seems like the right thing to do. And uh, But it says that the seems right way will end in a way of death, destruction, ruin. Are you still with me? Do you know that that word actually means the place of Hades? The word death there. So what it means is, if you're just going to go what seems right way, what always seems right, come on, If that's the road, you're going to get it on the road that always just seems right. And by the way, if you're always leaning on your own understanding, that's the road you go. But it ends up somewhere. Now, once in a while, you hit it right. Praise the Lord. But we're not in Vegas. That ain't how we live our Christian life. So we live by being led by God so that every day we end up in the right place at the right time. But when we just go a route that seems right to a man, in other words, fall on your own head, it ends up in the way of death, ruin, destruction, or the place of hate. In other words, hell on earth. The Scripture says we're supposed to experience heaven on earth. Jesus said, you know, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Come on, somebody, right? Deuteronomy even said to the old coming brought out uh, calling uh, days like heaven on earth. Praise God. Whoa. All right. So we're supposed to operate under those kind of terms or those kind of uh, uh, that kind of an atmosphere. But when you're always just going to go your own way, what seems right all the time, then you end up and it seems like, you know, hell on earth. I'm not trying to be funny in all this. I'm trying to. It's It's the truth. So what happens is, uh, we end up on on dead-end street, hell-on-earth street, and wonder why life is like hell on earth. Well, I love God, so how come I'm here? Well, it's it's one thing to to say you have affection for God, a love for God. It's another thing to let Him lead you. And the only way you're going to be led by God is if you stop and acknowledge God. And the only way you're going to acknowledge God is if you're not leaning on your own head, on your own understanding. When you lean on your own understanding, you're probably never going to acknowledge God. And if you don't acknowledge God, you're probably not going to be led by God. And we're going to end up in the same old road that everybody else ends up in. Still with me? All right. Are you with me or not? All right, because we really flipped this one upside down. All right, so back to, um, let's see, No. Tell you what, Ben, let me look here. Um, Hosea 14, verse 9, put that up. That would be a good one. Way to go, Ben. Way to go, buddy. Who is wise? Let him understand these things. Who's prudent? Let him know them. For the ways of the Lord are right. The righteous walk in them. The transgressors stumbling them. If you're gonna, gonna do your own thing, your own agenda, you're gonna be stumbling all the way. But somebody that knows that the ways of God are right—in other words, it's talking about somebody that's willing to be led by God. Come on, somebody. See, the ways that seem right end up in a wrong place. But His ways always end up right. Still with me? All right. Back to Proverbs 3, verse 5 again. Thank you, Ben. So how does all this happen? Well, you're going to have to trust in the Lord with all your heart. That's the challenge. Because most of us are so used to leaning on our own understanding. You know, um, I didn't give Ben these verses, but uh, let's see if I can do this all right. The Word says that the blessing of the Lord, um, that there's no sorrow with the blessing. Proverbs 10 and 22 tells us that. And... um, so anytime the blessings engage, and you're going to see a verse here in a minute that's going to show you why this is important, but um, in the blessing, um, there's no sorrow with it. So being led by God and operating under the blessing, amen, there's no sorrow with it. Now, the Word says, though, that, you know, love and money, love and stuff, in other words, putting your attention on that. Now, listen, listen, listen. The love of money, okay, is uh, the root of all kind of evil? It says. Now listen, and it says, and those that kind of lean on that, they pierce. Literally says they pierce themselves through, with many sorrows. Now, you know, sometimes yeah, that money stuff. No, that's, they didn't say. It says the love of money. So it's your relationship with money. Money's neither good nor bad. It's just it's just a tool. It's just. Substance that we, you know, but it's your relationship with it. Now, it always comes down to the head. If you, you get, just comes down to this. What are you leaning on? You leaning on Him, or are you going to lean on your own understanding? Now, listen, if you do that, sometimes you can hit it. Sometimes, you know, you can hit it big, you know, and again, we're back in Vegas never been there, actually. I haven't even been to Reno. I don't know if that's spiritual or not. But anyway, <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is, I, you know, I've never, you know, done any of that. I used to play cards, maybe went a little bit here and there, but we'll leave that alone. But anyway, so anyway, um, the point is, you know, in life, you know, if you lean on your own head, some guys are pretty good and, and uh, you know, they can, they can kind of, you know, through their own thinking, they kind of know and maneuver and, you know, they understand the markets, they understand all this kind of stuff. And every now and then, woo, they hit it big and woo. But the next guy got maybe just as much, just as much ability. And just through one little wrong decision, woo. It might take years of recovery. Come on, somebody. So it's kind of a hit and miss. And somebody says, well, that guy, you know, he, he just bowled right through there and he did it. Yeah, did he tell you how many times he filed bankruptcy? Did he tell you how many times that he, he, he shorted somebody else in order for him to step forward? Point is, is in the world, say, listen, when you lean on your own head, you pierce yourself through with many sorrows. You open yourself up for it. But under the blessing, now listen, under the blessing... There's no sorrow with it, which means if you're going to be led by God, you end up in the right place at the right time, being empowered like you should, walking blessed and, come on, successful. Are you still with me? Okay, so with that said, uh, Ben, give me uh, Psalms. Let's see, I want to do Psalms 34 and 8, okay, Psalms 34 and 8. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. How many know He's good? All the time. Blessed or empowered, come on, is the man who trusts in Him. So I want to walk in the blessing. I want to be blessed. I want to be empowered to succeed and prosper. Then I'm going to have to trust in Him. Are you with me? Okay, Ben, give me, uh, let's get... uh, And we'll go down here. Give me Proverbs 28, verse 25. All right? Thank you. He was of a proud heart, stirs up strife, but he who trusts in the Lord will be prospered. Still with me? Now, these words, you know, you start looking at them and somebody might just think it's always talking about, you know, as far as financial or something, but it's not. It's dealing with everything. It's talking about that word there, prospered, literally means victorious, beneficial, or Benefited. Amen. Literally means to abound satisfied. So your whole life can be can be increased just by trusting in God. But a proud heart just always gets you in trouble. Because you're always leaning. Listen, a proud heart is one that just leans on their own understanding. Come on, right? Think about it. When you're you're leaning on God, you're not all caught up in in your arrogance and pride stuff. Yeah, you know, you're it's it's when you get in into your own little head. And some people are pretty good at it. They just kind of get in there and hang out there. You know, and that's where they hang out all the time. And so, uh, so what happens is you get in there, you get an idea, you get a thought, and then pretty soon, because you're all in there by yourself, uh, uh, it's pretty easy to get yourself deceived in there because, yeah, you have a conversation with yourself. So, I think I'm right. Well, I think you are too. <laughs> you know, In fact, I know I'm right. Yeah, I believe you are, sir. Yes, you are. You're right all the time. (laughs) Yes, I am. So you're right. They're wrong. You lean on your own head, and then it gets you in trouble. Now we got strife, contention, dissension. Come on, discord, all kinds of disharmony and disunity. Come on, everything just out of whack. Everybody's out for themselves. But the person that's going to trust in the Lord, they're not all caught up in stuff. That doesn't mean that there ain't less things that are happening around them and, and that, that, that you know, somebody did something, said something, some situation, some circumstance. But a person that's leaning, come on, on the Lord, God just leads them around that because He's my refuge and my fortress and in Him will I trust and He shall deliver me from the snare of the fowler. Literally means the pitfall that's been laid for you. Literally gives the, the, the description of like a hole that's been dug and kind of covered. And he stands back going, because <laughs> here you come, because you're just leaning on your own understanding. He says, he always comes down this road. Right? So God says, trust in me. All of a sudden you're... Spirit of God goes, what are you doing? I'm going down this road. He said, what are you doing on that road? I always go down this road. He said, I know. And look where it gets you. Let's get off that road. You You think I should turn? I think you should turn. Yes, sir, I think I should turn. And little Mr. Teehee, 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 Teehee goes, "Oh. Oh, I had it all planned. This is going to be fun. But he'll deliver you from that because you are trusting in him. Are you still with me? Think of how many little pitfalls we'd miss, hallelujah, if we would just trust in Him. Okay, all right, let's try another one here. Ben, give me Psalms 37, verse 3 and 4, please. That's a good one. That'll work. Doing okay? You've been such a great, great congregation today. Turn to your neighbor, give them five. Praise the Lord right now, just hallelujah. Way to go. All right, here we go. Trust in the Lord. That's a good thing to do. And do good. It just means to do the right thing. Do right. Come on, right? Trust in the Lord. Do right. And it says, dwell in the land and feed on His faithfulness. What land? Well, this land that you end up in. Why? Because you're trusting in Him. And because you're trusting in Him, you're making the right steps, doing the right thing. And because you're doing the right thing, you dwell in the right land. Because you dwell in the right land, you got good feed, good this, good that. Come on, somebody. Everything seems to be where it needs to be. You succeed, you prosper, amen. you got a marriage that succeeds, and you got issues that, that might be coming around, trying to get here and there, but because you lean on Him and trust on Him, praise God, you do the right thing. As a result of it, praise God, life gets good at home. Praise ye the Lord. Somebody give God praise. Come on. Life should get good at home. Uh, well, Pastor, it, w- it would, if, if you, uh, but you just don't know my wife. No, I do know your wife, and I pray for you daily. (laughs) I just lost half the congregation right there. (laughs) Come on now. Come on now. Sometimes you're a stinker too, guy. Come on. Now, the point being is this, all right? All right. Maybe there is some tension at home. Maybe there is some issues going on at home. Maybe there's... Some things that shouldn't be happening that are happening. So what do you do? Well, you you give her a piece of your mind. That's what you do. <laughs> Come on. Well, I claw his eyeballs out. That's what I do. <laughs> do that again, sucker. Come on. I mean, no. That's all it's gonna do. Just lead. Well, see, that's that is. Um, here we go. That is um, doing what seems right. right. See, sometimes what seems right is just going to get you in more trouble. But trust in the Lord, amen, and do good. Somebody says, well, what if I don't know what to do? Now, 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 no lying. Come on, if you just, you just pause long enough and lean on God, you'll always know what to do. That thing jumps up in you. Forgive. Why do I always have to be the one to forgive? Do what's right here. I'm always the one that has to do what's right. Probably not. But you lean on Him, and as you lean on Him, you know what you need to do, and you do that, and it just starts setting you up for a blessed life. Because now you're dwelling in the land you should be, Come on, and you're feeding on His faithfulness. And by the way, He is faithful. He doesn't lie. So everything He's promised you is available. Just most of the time, we're just not positioned to receive any of it. So we're talking about a year of empowerment. If we want to be empowered, we got to be willing to trust in the Lord. We've got to be willing to lean on Him. Now, I'm going to go one more, and then we're going to send him home. Got it? All right. So I'm going to go Psalms, I think it's 62. Ben, put that up there. We use this, uh, I believe it was the, what I started, the last Holy Ghost and Fire Night was a verse that we used here. And I'm going to close it with this one today. Trust in Him when it's convenient. What's it say? At all times. The good time, the bad time, the tough times, you know what I mean? All the stuff that, you know, when you don't, when everything looks like it's going nuts, and haywire, you you still trust in Him, right? Trust in Him at all times, just in case you didn't know you people. (laughs) 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 All right, you people, all right? But then it says, pour out your heart before Him. God is a refuge for us. Say a lot. Now, stop, pause, and think about it. Now, pour out your heart just means to position yourself as vulnerable. Now the reason I want to close on this one is because Rick, come back up here. You ready to do it again? Sure. I'm trusting you. Okay. If, you if you let me down, brother, and all these people are gonna go, wow, what a wow, what are we here? All right, here we go. Now I'm leaning on him. You, you ready? All right. I'm, I'm leaning on him. Now, I'm completely leaning on him. If he moves, I'm in trouble. He's leaning on. Now, which means. <laughs> I'm vulnerable right now. So if he doesn't like me, I'm really vulnerable. (laughs) Now, anyway, the point is, see, we're talking about leaning to the point where you're making yourself vulnerable. And there's no doubt about it. And to really be honest, sometimes it's not real comfortable because you're like, you got me right? You got me right? You got me right? You You sure? You got me? You sure? You got me? You sure? sure? So, I'm just saying that, give this man a hand clap. Praise God. Uh, To to trust in him is to lean on him and literally be vulnerable. And if you're vulnerable, God can lead, God can work with that. And those are the ones that get led and directed. You end up in the right place at the right time. So, now if you take that whole text again and it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding, and in all your ways, you acknowledge Him, and He'll direct your steps. Amen. amen. So if the steps ain't being directed, it's probably because we're not acknowledging Him. If we're not acknowledging it's probably because we're not, we're not, we're not trusting Him. We're, instead, we're leaning on our own understanding and not giving Him amen, total trust. Amen. So did you get something today? Yeah. Give the Lord a praise. Come on. Watch you. <clears throat> you all stand up? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Ben, thank you back there. Give that man another hand clap. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Boy, we, we got it done. Praise the Lord. So, total trust with all our heart. Let's lean on God. Father, we give you praise and glory today. Again, we are thankful and grateful that you are faithful. We thank you, Lord, uh, you're wanting to lead us and guide us. Father, it's our heart to let you do that. Forgive us for the times that we never stopped to acknowledge you for anything, that we didn't draw in and give you a place to lead and direct us. And we know that you're faithful and just to forgive and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We receive that. We thank you for it. But it's our heart today to make the transition on the inside. Amen. And trust you with all our heart. So, Father, thank you for a congregation, hallelujah, that lets you lead them. Congregation that trusts in you. Congregation that leans on you and not on their own head. Congregation that acknowledges you in everyday living. And as a result, are led by you all through the day. Father, we give you praise today. Hallelujah. For a people willing to put their confidence and reliance upon you. For that we give you honor. If you're in here today and you've never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, you've never really asked Him in your heart, you've never, the Word says you've never been born again, well, I want to give you an opportunity. Today, I would be honored to pray with you, to introduce you to my best friend. His name is Jesus. So if you're in here today and you said, you know, I've never done that, but I, I know I need to, well, then I would love to pray with you. So if you're in here and you say, that's me, Pastor. I've never received Jesus. I've never asked him into my life or into my heart. I've never been born again. If that's you, I want you just to throw a hand up where I can see it. I would like to pray with you today if, that's, if there's anybody in here. I want to give that opportunity. I see a few new faces, so I got to do that. Praise the Lord. So, just to make sure your elbows work, is there anybody in here who knows Jesus? Yeah. All right. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Father, we give you praise and glory. Thank you for a people that trust you. Hallelujah. For a people that lean on you. For a people, Lord God, looking to be led by you. Hallelujah. We give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Come on, give him praise, everybody. Praise God. Well, turn to your neighbor and say, I'm so glad you trust the Lord and you are dismissed. Thank you for joining us for this message. We'd like to take this opportunity to encourage those listening from anywhere in central Oregon to join us Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., And Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. for our regular services. We understand that many do not have a home church, and we can't emphasize enough the importance of connecting with a church family. We'd be honored to meet you and spend time with you, praising God.